0: arrived whether you knew it or not by pushing some combination of buttons and choices you've ended up in the shed with us pj here rj over there kj over there and buddy the terrible buddy is on fire he's the peak of his powers you can enjoy him again this episode
1: it will be fun his black glassy eyes boring through your brain his white pointy teeth
0: boring through your hand it's all there for us Come on along, we're going to have some fun. I went to a movie with Jenna on Thursday night. Movies, oh my God. Well, it was fun. It was a man called Otto, Tom Hanks. Never heard of it. Well, it's based on a book called A Man Called Ovi. 640 show on Thursday, just her and me and two other people. That's great. Which is kind of great. I feel sort of bad because uh, I read A Man Called Ovi. And it was pretty good. And it was translated from the Swedish, I think. It was, was of course, set in some Swedish town. And for this movie version, since it starred Tom Hanks, they set it in America instead.
2: Oh, Oh, America. America.
0: And it actually worked fine. They did a good job. The, the, you know, there was a couple of minor weaknesses, but all in all, as far as movie adaptations and novels goes, I was very pleased with it. I thought, oh, good job. And therefore my slight regret that there was nobody in the theater at all watching it. I
1: mean, it's doomed. So you could like yell over to the other two people. Hey, could you you keep
0: it down in here? I couldn't even (laughs) throw popcorn as far away as they were. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was great though. I I like it when it's like that. I like it too. Yeah. You just eat popcorn noisily and popcorn. Come on,
1: man. I don't know. Certain places have decided not to make their food so expensive. Nat Bailey. We should go to a game this summer. Nat Bailey? Yeah, Nat Bailey. A,
2: sure, bring a little portable record. Just do voiceover. Uh, yeah, just yeah, do we do that, yeah, yeah. could that. I mean, that's what you do at a baseball game, right? You visit. You chat. That's exactly what you do. You
1: occasionally look up. Yeah. If you hear a crack, you yeah. <laughs> Squirrel.
0: <laughs> It used to be that the snack cost about as much as the tickets, but it's just way like a.
2: You need to sneak them
1: in in a backpack. So Sue and I went into some movie and she actually had a bag of chips, not just a small one, like a bigger one. (laughs) Family size. Under her jacket. (laughs) And they actually said, do you have something in there? Nice. And I kid you not. Within moments, I said, "My wife is pregnant," and I was very indignant.
2: And they said, oh, "Boy," they said, "Oh, cool."
0: At boy, RJ, nice way to go.
2: That's excellent. Um, back to the movie. I think uh, nobody was there Skin, because I haven't. I've never heard of it.
0: I, I can't explain. Why did you go? Because I read the book.
2: Oh. oh. Right. Yeah.
0: It's about some old guy who's living alone after his wife passed away and broke his heart, and he's a massive crank. But his life has changed to warmed up by the arrival of a young family across the street. You know. Mm. But it's it's quite well done, (laughs) I thought. So heartwarming?
1: Yeah, it's heartwarming.
0: And God knows if there's anybody's heart who needs a little warming up, it's
1: mine. It goes to show that your heart is warmable, which is, <laughs> true. Which is nice to that's know. That's true, well. where we've all been convinced for quite a while now that it's just a cold cinder in there. <laughs> a cold cinder, that's interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I got that out of a book somewhere. Yeah. RJ, how about some listener mail? Let's do it. We are way behind in listener mail, so let's try and catch up. Lee from Courtney writes a comment on 148 Retro Coasting. Hi, dogs. Well, for an episode that you said wasn't going to have much in it, as you didn't have a full agenda, in quotes, it was pretty chock full of interesting stuff, starting with a new musical opener, a quite different interpretation of Girl from Ipanema. I immediately wondered what caused the switch. Well, that was... That was a, uh, that kind of um, computerized eight bit Atari sounding, you know, oh. girl from Ipanema was something we dabbled with back in episode one or two, or maybe, maybe even an early episode we never aired. So it just, I don't know why it just popped into my head. It's to,
0: MIDI music, isn't it? Yes. The MIDI file. And it would yeah. have been at the time our version of what you might hear in an elevator.
1: Yes. Yes. Elevator yeah. music. She continues, of course, I have a couple of comments on a few items. The first is PJ's bit on the marketing and money of weather. All his points, well, his and Terry O'Reilly's, on how weather forecasting is big business were quite true. And he didn't even mention the cost of the on-camera wardrobe provided by TV stations. To people such as moi when they were BCTV weather girls in the 1980s. So Lee of Courtney was a weather girl. I want I hope she's going to go on to talk about the
0: opulent wardrobe that she sported in that role. Right, and, so.
1: and we need to find out, did she get to keep them or not? Yeah. The station paid for everything you could see on TV, hair, makeup, and clothes other than underclothes and shoes. A not inconsiderable outlay in that day. I guess it's because the shoes never end up on camera. Is I don't that, know. Yeah.
0: I also want to know whether she had input into what outfits were selected or whether they just said, here, you're wearing this. Boss says you're wearing this. Right. You know, like, yeah, I'd like to know.
1: And does she have a huge collection in storage somewhere? <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. She continues. Also, sorry, PJ, but the performances on Shindig, American Bandstand, Music Hop, even Ed Sullivan were all lip synced. So when you saw the Beatles doing their seven minutes on shindig, that would all have been pre-recorded. Now, listen, I got to stop right here. We had that conversation and I was 100% certain that lip syncing was always done on shindig. I watched the video afterwards and hopefully included a, a link to it in the show notes. Maybe I didn't. Definitely not lip synced. That's Because it had nothing to do with the single. It was totally a live sound. And I know they could have pre-recorded a live recording and then lip-synced. But it you could tell that it was live. And, yeah. and, and as a child, I thought they were all lip-synced. But then I read up on Shindig. And a lot of the performances were live on Shindig. I didn't, I didn't have
0: any idea what lip-syncing even was when I was a kid.
1: Yeah. Uh, but...
0: When I became aware that it was a thing, I just would have assumed absolutely
1: everything would have been lip-synced. Why would yeah. you not? Well, we watched Shindig as kids because we were down yeah. in California, and it must have been some other show. There were there were certain shows where we we totally understood that it was lip-synced.
0: Yeah. Well, let's commit to putting that particular clip into the show notes for this episode.
1: We'll do. But yeah, a lot of stuff was, was lip synced and, and, uh, but that particular performance definitely was not me, you know, the Beatles might've insisted or they might've just felt that, you know, yeah, there's mostly screaming happening anyway. Right. All right, she continues, a good tip for me is always to notice that none of the electric guitars are plugged into anything. I, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes, where the hell are those backup singers and all the violin players yep. that I can, yep. can hear the full orchestra. But can't see? That's right. And in this day and age, you know, it's kind of considered okay to have electronic music kind of recorded. It's just a thing. She says, You mentioned Star Trek and its kind of ahead of the times episodes. Very true. Including TV's first interracial kiss involving Captain Kirk himself, no less. And RJ, you are so right about Mad Men being brilliant. The Sopranos really changed television series forever, and Mad Men follows right along that path. It's beautiful to watch and absolutely worth seeing if you other two dogs have not. As someone who worked a lot with ad agencies in my career, I can also say that the portrayal of the biz is very good and it's quite cool hearing and seeing all the references to various big ad agencies and campaigns. PJ and KJ, check it out.
0: Yeah, I really need to just simply have
1: not, but I sh- I need to do it. Super fun. Super fun to watch that one. All right. Nancy from New Westminster on the same episode says, Hey dogs, I'm way behind in your episodes. So not a ton to say as I try to blitz my way through them. I do want to thank you for alerting me to extraordinary attorney. Woo. Wow. What a great show. We started by binge watching and then decided to treat ourselves to an episode or two a night. I absolutely loved attorney. Woo. And all the backstories in the various cases. I sure hope they come up with a season two.
0: Well, there you go. See, there we are, boys, improving people's lives. Yes, about that,
1: one series at a time. And I'm
0: actually really happy to hear that she enjoyed it so well. It, it was
1: such a great yeah, show. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, we did. All right, another uh, couple of these. Uh, Lee from Courtney on episode 149. Rono dogs. Hi dogs. Oh yes, Kel surprise. Same moi. Encore. <laughs> good episode that had me looking up things like Ronogram, but was unable to find out why it is called that, other than that the letters R and Q hadn't been used before for weight measures, but not why the R led to Rana. Our MLA's first name is Rana, so I'm going to just assume it's named for her.
0: I would have never even thought about the letters thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently they do try to have a different letter for... It's just like hurricanes. I mean... But I mean, there's Deca and Dessa, but those are kind of opposites of each other. Mm. You know, one's 10 and one's one's one-tenth. She says, your Border Nexus interview stories made me glad I've never had one with a truly supercilious guard agent. I did have one incident, however, when Moira was going to Seattle with me as I was scheduled to do one of my quarterly turns as host of a PBS pledge drive. The guard just wasn't grasping the purpose of my trip, that it wasn't a job, and that I didn't get paid, and so on. Finally, he said, pull in over there and go inside. So he did. Inside, we were waved to a guy behind a counter who said, They tell me you're going to Seattle to solicit money on camera. That sounds illegal to me. You know, I gotta, I gotta ask, what's with these border guys that they don't even know what a PBS pledge drive is? She continues, I explained very carefully the nature of PBS pledge drives, and he seemed to catch on and said, so, if my five-year-old son watched you on TV tonight with me, it wouldn't be offensive? I refrained from saying, well, that depends on what you think of Engelbert Humperdinck as a performer, (laughs) and assured him that all would be well. Also, your the cats on the roof joke made me laugh out loud, RJ, a tricky maneuver when one is running on a treadmill, but thanks anyway. (laughs) All right. That a boy, RJ. My joke deliveries are very, uh, you know, like questionable. I I was going to say hit and miss. uh, Hit and miss. But every once in a while, one just lands. That one did. All right. I did like that joke. One more, shall we? All right. Nancy of New Westminster on episode 150, Jen of Ecuador. Hey, dogs. Thanks for the wedding efficient plug on episode 150. As you can see, I'm still trying to catch up. Pat is correct. I will be finished my term in September of 2023 after 10 years. A friend and I have been thinking of another venture and that is acting as an MC at funerals. MC at funerals. Well, I had
0: two thoughts about that. One was growing market. And the other was basically, I don't know if you'd call it a style or a trend, but many, many funerals these days are, you know, they, they start with titling, celebration of life, And go all the way through. We are not going to cry. We're going to celebrate. We're going to have fun. We're going to remember somebody with smiles on our faces. Absolutely. And I got to say, if you were having that kind of funeral, Nancy would be the perfect MC for that. Yeah.
1: Because that's what I envision when I hear MC, master of ceremonies. I just think of, this is going to be fun. Yeah. You don't think of dirges. How's everybody doing out there?
0: Yeah. Anybody here from Surrey? That's right. Everybody feeling well tonight? Hope so. can only take one of these at night. (laughs) (laughs) I just
1: flew in from. (laughs) Exactly. All right. She says, I've actually done a handful of them and people really appreciate the more personal touch that we can add. On a side note, someone else, you know, has just been appointed as a marriage commissioner for Vancouver, Tracy of North Vancouver. She starts in March. Cool. With respect to bar mitzvahs, sorry, I cannot do those. Members of a synagogue may schedule a bar bat mitzvah on any day on which the Torah is read, and adult bar bat mitzvahs can be performed. So there's hope for me, right, guys? Yes, that is correct. The process of becoming a bar or bat mitzvah for adults. Okay, so I really know nothing about this whole thing, do I?
0: Well, I don't know, but keep reading Involves studying for a year or longer. <laughs> so now, okay, now that now stop again because now I'm confused. So does she mean that you have to study for a year in order to have your own, well,
1: your I own believe bar so. mitzvah? I or believe so. To be an officiant? Apparently, of if you're at your, uh, in our case, bar mitzvah, you are becoming a bar mitzvah, if I understand her language correctly. And
0: what bar mitzvah
1: means this requires a little bit more research on our part and listeners, you can just straighten us out. Yeah. She says you have to study for a year or longer consisting of Hebrew language, Jewish rituals, Torah readings, and half Torah readings. Many synagogues provide classes for adults. So it looks like RJ has some work to do. Yeah. Thank you, Nancy. And that is it for Listener Mail. Thanks. Thanks, you guys both. Excellent mail.
2: Did I tell you that Buddy escaped when I was gone?
1: You did not.
2: Yeah, he uh, somehow got the gate open. I think it, I think if you push it enough, it'll just come back on you. So he got, get, yeah. gets out, and I've got a, a doorbell cam. <laughs> so <laughs> Buddy, you see Buddy coming around. He goes right up. He's heading up to Susan's. And he goes up the front steps, and he starts clawing at the door. I noticed yesterday he actually got his teeth like right into the brass door handle and there's nice little indentations of doggy teeth like like and they're quite specific which teeth were doing the work there anyway so my little uh, viewings of um you know these 15 seconds and then pick up motion right well of course then there's this lovely old lady who comes up and She's saying, I know, I know, and he's, you know, trying to get treats off her, and she's going up to the door and dinging the doorbell, and, well, there's nobody here, and I don't know what to do, and she's talking to Buddy, right? (laughs) Poor thing. And finally, she just leaves. Yeah. And Buddy is just running around still. He goes, runs back, (laughs) you know, behind, around the back of the house. Have you seen all
0: this in Calgary?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then, luckily, a neighbor up the street who has a dog, and who knows who Buddy is, and... She took him, actually, because I guess Susan was just was gone for three hours or something, and usually Buddy's fine back here. Anyway, that was that little adventure. Well,
0: he probably still wow. would have been fine, except for the door came open, so.
2: Yes. Yeehaw. Yeah, yeah, I know. Party time. Yeah. But he didn't, it's not like he bolted onto the street or anything, right? He... Yeah. Well, well, of course, who knows what would have happened. I think
0: Susan should be feeling massively validated that he tried to bite his way right through the brass (laughs) to enjoy her company. What does that mean? What are you doing down here? You know, like, holy. That's as far as he
1: goes just to her place. (laughs) So speaking of Calgary, do you have a nice
2: trip? Um, Mostly, yes, because I realized that I was on holiday. I was angst-ridden because of the dog, thinking, what's going to happen? But then when you get to Calgary, well, you can't do anything. So it's vacation time.
1: So even though you're working,
2: it feels like a vacation. Oh, my God. It was paradise. I didn't do anything. (laughs) I um, discovered that uh, they have the reverse airflow in the hotel, not the reverse. Every, they're all suites, really nice, nice little kitchenettes and re- king-size beds and gorgeous bathrooms. Like they, they put us up really nice in the Marriott residence or whatever. But of course, because there's cooking facilities, you don't want to smell everybody's cooking on your floor. So all the air just goes straight out and, you know, probably goes up the bathroom, right? There's not a fan in the bathroom, but of course there's a massive vent in there. But if you open your window, the air just flows out. So if you wanted to sit beside your window and have a cigarette, no one would know, would they? Oh my. So the whole
0: building is like a pressurized cabin. Yes,
2: exactly, exactly.
0: So that means if somebody really blows it, like if the, you know, janitor or the guy running the machinery down in the basement, screws up, and somebody in the penthouse opens their window, they're going to get sucked right out.
1: I know, I know. It's like Goldfinger.
2: Uh. Anyway, there's this, um, and we could we could even post this on the the website. Outside my window is a construction site, uh, probably uh, like a 20-story condo unit of some sort, and they were on like the fifth floor. I could just watch that all day long, and there must have been... 50 guys on the site. They actually, there was a horn. I thought, oh, it's the, the, the food trucks coming up. You know, you hear the horn outside and everybody goes yep. out. Well, no, it was some sort of drill to get everybody off the site. And they all gathered right down below my 23rd floor window. And there might've been 70 of them.
0: I once had somebody in the shuttle who lived in West Vancouver. I was dropping them off and, and there had been construction. The street was all blocked off, so we had to take some weird route to get to drop off. And this person said, yeah, they've been building that building and I've had a front row seat. It's just terrific. I get up in the morning and have coffee and just watch them do stuff over there. She said, I'm going to be kind of sad when it's over. I really laughed because the traffic was a mess. Yeah. This person just didn't care, right? could just watch this going on. It was just like, better than TV.
2: (laughs) Well, I thought it was fascinating because first of all, they were pouring cement in minus 14 degree weather and they could do a floor in two days.
0: Boy, that makes you think thoughts about the pending disaster.
2: Well, no, I don't. I mean, there's heat in cement, right? Yeah, there's
0: a reaction, but you've got to, it's just like, you know, when they salt the roads well, salt only works above a certain temperature. Like, So you wonder about that with well,
2: cement. They didn't seem to be worried. Yeah. They weren't shutting down Yeah, or they anything.
0: figured it out clearly. But I mean, the first thing that I think is when the sky bridge in a mall gives way and 75 people plunge to their doom, they always have those reports of the contractor used inferior bolts or they didn't <laughs> let the cement cure or whatever it was.
1: I like this, they always. It's like- <laughs> Yeah, every couple of years, as long Sky once, Bridges goes happened down.
0: Happened once, maybe in my whole <laughs> life. But you know what I mean? Those those kinds of things where they say the building might've been compromised because they didn't use enough mortar in the cement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever, you know, like, and when I hear them
1: pouring cement in minus, like, I don't know how many degree weather. Save on foods at Metrotown Mall. You what? don't remember that one? No. It Yeah, it collapsed. The It was the very first opening special night for senior citizens. It, it hadn't been opened yet. And was there snow up there? No, there was not, but there were cars up on the roof and uh, maybe it was Station Square or maybe it was Metropolis. I can't remember. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. The mayor was there. Wow. And uh, nobody, if anybody got injured, it was just a few, nobody died or anything like that. But yeah, the roof collapsed. It was 1985 or something. There was
0: probably a newspaper article that talked about. The mortar. Errors in pouring. Yeah. I vaguely, vaguely remember something like that, but it's so vague. Uh, if it's 1985, that would explain it. Lee will give us the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's why she's on the
2: team. So at one point, I started time-lapsing this stuff. Oh. And it's great. Oh. Because they, you know, there's a piece of plywood. They put rebar on it, and they pour the cement. And then they pull the plywood out with a crane Lift it up and just put it on top of the pillars that they just put up, right? And it's just—it looks like a, a game of Jenga, right? And oh. they do it in two days. So I have those if you want to sample those yeah. on the website. Yes,
1: yes, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. And
2: the show was uh, great.
1: Show being uh, Little Red, Little Red Warrior.
2: Warrior, and of course we're at Theatre Calgary, which is a beautiful. It's in it's in this complex called the Arts Commons. There's six theaters in there, and. Alberta oil money paid for it, I don't know, 25 years ago or something. Anyway, because it was Theatre Calgary, big theatre, there was much more tech. So when the Queen enters, there's uh, confetti cannons and smoke and all sorts of whoopy doopy going on. Just to be
0: sure that our listeners are tracking, in the play, the Queen appears.
1: Oh, well, the Queen couldn't appear even if it wasn't in the play at this point. It would have to be the King.
2: <laughs> and of course he had to adjust that since our, our last iteration.
1: Oh, did he change
2: it? Is well it? he a bit. Oh, okay. Okay. A tiny bit. So um yeah, show was great. We had to test every day, which was fine, except you'd forget and send a little picture of your test or you know. Some pe- some people in the cast just didn't do it. And, oh I forgot and then they forgot for five days and, <laughs> but then Um, Another theater company in town called Making Treaty 7, which is an indigenous theater company celebrating their 10th year, they co-produced with Theatre Calgary, and they were responsible for opening night. So they have us testing. They're worried that, I guess, in uh, the Citadel in Edmonton, somebody got COVID and they lost three shows, and it's like $50,000 a show or something, right? Right, right. So they didn't want that sort of thing going on so I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Then we have opening night and it's we're in the Wild West of Alberta and people are face to face, there's a DJ, there's and I'm thinking, what the why they why are we testing every day and then we come out <laughs> to this and, you know, of course people you're in the show people want to come up and say, "Hey, I, I love <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um so there was that uh, nobody got covid. That's good. And oh, because when you guys go traveling, you bring back presents. Well, so did I? Oh. Geez. Except this one is
0: Man, I feel bad now.
2: It's uh, it's for you guys, but it's for the shed cuz there's only one of them. Oh, okay. Okay. But here it is here. Who wants to open it? Rich dust. Okay. There you go. All right. Hang on. Um, one of the coolest places to shop when you're out of town is, of course, Dollarama. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what we have here are three dogs and they are dog rings. So we can wear dog rings while we record if we want. What do you mean dog rings? Well, well, we'll see what you got here, PJ. And we'll, uh, should we just take a photo before I open, well, yeah. before I open it? Yeah.
2: Let's, let's
1: hand that over rings to- that go
0: on your finger on your toes (laughs) look at
2: this doesn't that say shed dogs to you if you saw that hanging on a rack someplace
1: absolutely actually i think we should there's three and the middle one's my dog we should get
0: our lawyers on this actually what why would anybody even make this product i wonder you know like who wants a dog ring
1: that's, that's not a very nice way to receive your gift there, Skin. Listen, it's a wonderful gift, on, it is especially nice gift. for us here in the shed. Okay, of course it I, is. I'm taking this one, but it's kind of like, wait and, a minute. <laughs> no, that's the one that, that I represents me in the, all right. Now, will it fit on my little finger? Just like that.
0: Nice. <laughs> I'm not really sure what you're supposed to do with these. Like I can't get it past this point on my finger. Same as where well, you've got children. it. Thanks KJ. Yeah. A nice work.
2: Um, otherwise, um, I did not go out of downtown. I love the sea train that downtown area. Calgary's uh, a
1: nice place.
2: It, it's it's all right. They have their public art downtown is a little bit suspect.
1: Is Calgary the place with the gigantic heads that you can stand inside of?
2: Uh, perhaps. Yeah.
1: What do you but, mean by suspect?
2: Well, it's just odd art. I mean, you know, it's big, it's large, outdoor downtown and some of it is just a little bit clunky i think but you know there's beauty in the island i have the beholder yes for that. sure yeah so um any other <laughs> highlights nope no i didn't i did very little uh it was really cold uh, the first week we got there but then it was really quite decent for the oh, whole really. month yeah because
0: that was going to be my thing so how cold was it you know like
2: no it was I mean, there was some when that wind starts blowing, but I guess uh, we experienced two Chinooks. I didn't think they were. I thought Chinooks were a little bit more instant. And uh, yes, and so the next one will be um, Ottawa. Ottawa. For the whole month of May, they added a week and a half.
0: You'll get springtime in Ottawa. I wonder what that's like.
2: Tulips, apparently. Yeah.
0: I had no idea.
2: Candace of Vernon says, it's lovely.
0: Well, Good.
1: Because I, I was just thinking about her in terms of that's who would know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually getting a COVID booster in a couple weeks. What? You, yeah, you can do it after six months if you're over 65.
2: And did they tell you? Did, they, did you get a little text?
1: I'm going to do it anyway. I'm just going to see if they let me do it anyway. There's a c- kind of a strange publication came out about uh, a day or two ago from the federal Teresa Lamb. Mm. She said, "Anybody over eighty get a, and and it's been more than six months, get a booster. Also, anyone from sixty five to seventy nine, and then she's on to the next category. I'm going. What are you talking about? Like, why do you? Why you now I'm confused. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, I am. I am. Like, mm. why but, you just say over sixty five get a booster? But because I'm sixty six and I have risk factors, I'm going to try it. I, I'm pretty sure they'll let me do it, and I I, I feel like. I should because I'm doing all this traveling, right? Yeah. There is a time slot which I can do it, and it's going to be right after my renounce, renunciation, because I don't I don't want to be kind of feeling under the weather during the renunciation interview.
0: Renunciation sounds like one of those Catholic holidays.
1: Yeah, yeah, that does, doesn't it? I mean, it's called a loss of nationality appointment. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's just amazing.
0: I've lost my nationality and I can't get up. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I I, don't, I think I like Renunciation Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said, it's the name of your next album, Renunciation Day.
1: Is that uh, Ascension? Yeah, they have those kinds of things. Yeah. And they have Annunciation, I think. Oh, man. And Enunciation for the day that everybody pronounces things well? <laughs> that
0: that day has never yet come and never will. In fact, I don't think it'll ever be celebrated if it comes, because there's so many people who've been waiting with such increasing anger hmm. <laughs> for uh, Enunciation to be...
1: All right, corrected. Now, PJ, I believe you've been on a trip as well. Have I you have
0: indeed. I just returned yesterday from beautiful Nelson, British Columbia.
1: And boy, are your arms sore!
2: I didn't know I that.
0: Tired. Yeah, my turns out my sister Jennifer of San Leandro and her daughter and her daughter's partner Caitlin and Colin of New York City were up in Nelson, formerly
1: of the Bay Area.
0: Yeah, we're up in uh, Nelson to see my brother Sam of Balfour. And uh, so I decided to go. I drove up on Friday. I spent Saturday with everybody and I drove home yesterday on Sunday. Wow. And we're talking a nine hour drive or 10 hours? Uh, nine hours up and about seven and a half to eight
1: down. And are you counting rest stops?
0: I didn't really have any because I can get all the way there in a tank of gas in that car. What, do you just have a bottle in the car or something? I, well, I stopped once or twice for that. Oh, okay. but, I mean Those are pretty... Specific and abbreviated pauses. Pretty quick. In
1: the okay, all right. Yeah.
0: So uh, what I have to report is, aside from it was really fun to see everybody because it really was. We we had some fun. Nelson, uh, Rossland listeners, you need to clue us whether Rossland has gone the same way as Nelson because we tried to get dinner on Saturday night. Every restaurant, and there are a lot of them in Nelson, and they were packed, and most of them had waiting
1: lines. Right, right. Yes.
0: Where all these people come from? I couldn't find a place to park. I got really irritated when I went to meet them because I had to drive three blocks away from downtown to find a parking spot. It's because I have lost track of Nelson. My thought process was, what is the deal? A little podunk town like this has a parking problem?
1: Come on. I don't think Nelson's been podunk for like it, Three decades. It really. probably
0: hasn't, but I wonder if Rossland is the same because hmm. our theory was these were largely skiers. Just really packed. I was so surprised. Yeah, yeah. Food was good and we had
1: fun. They stayed in a really cool Airbnb. So all of this was in Nelson. It was not out at the lake. Yeah, it was in Nelson. Yeah. Okay.
0: But I stayed at the Villa Motor Inn, which is on the north side of the bridge near where the AW was a million Oh, sure. Years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, I check in there and we go do our thing. That was great. And then I'm in there at night. I'm kind of bored and there's really not much on TV. And I'm sitting there and I look around and I notice there's art in the walls. And I finally notice the art is like it's real art, it's not just a print of something. Oh, okay. Right? And I look and it's signed. It says Emily Shin. Uh, okay, great. Right? Then I look at the one over my bed and I go over it. It's also signed Emily Shin. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, there's an art school here in Nelson and I wonder if Emily Shin was a student and they they put all their art up in these rooms or what is the deal with this, you know? So I get on Google and I Google up Emily Shin mm-hmm. and Emily Shin turns out to not be Emily Shin anymore. It turns out to be Emily Lau and she's running some kind of, she's got a gallery online, it's called, her website is Emily Art Gallery. She's in Richmond So now I build a whole thing in my head about, she was probably up here as a student and she went back to Richmond and got married and that's where she lives now. And her website, I found one of the two pictures in my room was on her website. I noticed on her website that a bunch of the pictures are now much more, the better right there. Oh, okay. There's a lot of pictures that I thought were pretty good on the website. And there's a contact us. So I wrote a thing and I said, I'm in room 32 of the Villa Motor Hotel and your painting native girl is on my wall. Looks like your painting is getting stronger. Way to go. Yeah. And I just immediately get an answer back. Like 15 minutes later, it's, oh my God, that I should get an email like this on this of all days. I just drove up yesterday and I'm having a painting party and I'd like to invite you and your family to come for free. In Nelson? It's just outside Nelson at the Kokanee <laughs> Glacier Resort, which is actually about six mile. Oh, oh. And I, you know, I said, oh, that's really nice. Cause I looked and it was, you know, 55 bucks is what they charge It's a yeah. three hour deal. Yeah. And I said, my sister's going to be asleep, so I can't ask if it's not real. I'll ask her in the morning. And I thought my sister and my niece and her, her guy calling, they were right into it. They thought, oh, that will be really fun. So we did it. <laughs> we went and did this thing. It took the three hours and here, hold on.
1: Oh, oh! oh right. Here's the product. Yes.
0: Of the painting session. So. Oh, oh,
1: it's a session. It's a three-hour thing. Oh, and you painted? I painted that. Yeah. Oh, PJ. Jeez. And he's got his little special signature there. A little monogram is on there. All right, all right. And was that from a photo? no
0: it was from a painting she did and what that really tells you i don't think i've ever painted a picture in my life before and that's imperfect like i'll have those clouds forever what it does tell you though is like you get walked through everything you need to do for this like okay do the sky and don't be afraid to do this that or do the grass and then make the color mix these colors to do this other thing yada 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 you kind of get walked through the whole thing and that's the result. That's not bad for never having painted anything. You know, it's just, listeners, it's just flowers in a field with the blue sky.
1: Well, of course we'll have the image on our uh, site.
0: But uh, I was really pleased with it and it was just hella fun. I mean, it was really fun. And it turns out, I guess, that those things are, it's a really well-known thing. They have painting parties. That's a thing that people do. Yes, yes. And they, people celebrate. And I didn't know that, but when she was talking to the crowd. There was probably 20 people in the room. Yep, She was saying, you know, what I do this for is I want people to get excited, people to understand that they can do this. I want them to make art and I want them to hang it on the walls. I want to have it on the wall. I don't want you. She said, I I know that some people come and I don't like it. There's They just are on a date. They're not interested at all in trying to make a painting. Oh, They're just right. on a date, right? And I guess that's a really common date thing. I didn't know it would that. be a fun thing to do. It it would. For, yeah. And it turned out it was really fun. Yep. You know, to the extent I'm thinking, I wonder if I should try this on my own. Yep. But I think what we really learn with this picture is that if somebody walks you through step by step, and you've never done anything before, you can produce a decent outcome just without having to face the blank page. Just like we were talking about with ChatGPT yeah, the other that's right. day. That's right. You don't have to think up what you're going to, she puts her thing up right at the beginning. She says, we're going to do this picture or something like it. And yeah, yours isn't going to yeah, look yeah. exactly like yeah. this. But basically now, you know,
1: okay, we're going to do a field of, I guess, right. wildflowers or something. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, for your next one, you can actually choose any photo you've ever taken. Yeah. Right? And you just go
0: from there and see yeah. what happens, you yeah. know, because-
1: it wasn't really very hard to do at all. I mean, I concentrated. But I she gave hard. you some techniques to learn, right? Did she have you lay down the blue sky first? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then she said, you know, use these colors, mix these colors together to get shades of green or shades of blue. Like is white. your
1: purple like a red and a blue?
0: No, it's purple. Oh, it's just purple to start. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you can try this. You can throw in these colors if you want. And, and at the end it was, you can just put little dots across there to suggest that the wind is blowing and there's... Right. You know, and don't be worried about screwing it up. You can't screw this up. Well, those clouds argue differently. They are they're a problem. It was really fun. And I am pleased and I will hang that on my wall. That's by far the best thing I ever painted because it's about the only thing I ever painted. So, you know, there you go. Emily Art Gallery. In Richmond. And her name's Emily Lau. L- yeah. A- L-A-U. Yeah. L-A-U. You know, on the, what the backstory too was, the actual backstory was her and her husband actually owned the Villa Motor Inn. Oh,
1: okay. For gotcha. 10 years in Nelson. Yeah. Cause I was thinking that you were going to discover that it was the yeah. owner or well, something. Well, I yeah. talked
0: to her after and I said, yeah, I was just cheerleading. I just thought the, the, the work, some of the work in your thing is much better than the earlier work, which... I guess is in my room. And I thought I would applaud that because who doesn't want applause? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: She said, yeah, I, my husband and I owned it. And then we broke up and I went back to Richmond and I said, what, you just ditched all your paintings? And she said, yeah, I left them all. And she said, I'm a little embarrassed that this is still up in the room. I said, oh, and I just laughed the one, not this one, but the one that I saw
1: in the teepee.
0: The native girl, yes, titled native yes. girl. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm a bit embarrassed because I guess she feels it's quite amateurish, which it yes. pretty much is still way better than anything I could do, of right, course. Right. There was babies there. Somebody was there with her grandfather. The whole thing was just wholesome fun. Yeah. We, yeah. we had a really fun time.
1: That's great. Them. It's great when you fall into stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I was 99% sure it was chat, like E uh, or one of the art generators. Yeah.
0: But I did have a, quite a chat with my sister and her daughter and Colin about chat GPT and what they thought. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sue of Burnaby also sent us a great article about what educators are doing here in right. the lower mainland with yeah. it. Yeah, They're basically way more interested in teaching students how to use it yes. and how to deal with the ethical right. questions that it might come up if you yes, misuse yes. it. Yeah. I think that's exactly what they should be doing.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like you can't just claim this is your own writing.
0: Yeah. And what I thought was very interesting in one of those articles or one part of that article, a teacher said he was noticing very similar voice.
1: Yep. That's
0: right. And so that really supports the contention that the trick is going to be knowing how to feed chat.
1: With your own voice. Yeah. Which
0: which Cam was talking about how he does that. Yeah. And that will be the trick. I think it's pretty interesting. You know, if you were going to take a really upbeat view, you would say that it might enable you to speak your own truth more authentically than you could do for yourself, which is kind of a wild thought. Yeah.
1: There's so much positive you can do with it. There's also legitimate scares. Like, uh, the latest one is, uh, you receive a text message from your grandchild who likes to travel And your grandchild has unfortunately ended up in a jail in Mexico Mm. and needs your help. Most people know it's a scam. It's just that they broadcast this to so many cell phones as a message that eventually one person will match. You even even give yourself a name and eventually that's actually the right name, you know. Yeah. But uh, so there are also AI bots now that you can feed them some dialogue from a person. And then it can imitate that person. So there, lately, there have been a couple phone calls from the grandkids. And these ones are these ones are targeted. You could call it spearfishing in a way. It's targeted. Mm. You actually know who the the person is. You know the name of the grandchild. You have a recording of the grandchild. That's how you mimic them. And then you say, "Yes, I'm I'm stuck here in Mexico." And I need your help. I need, they need money to get me out of this jail kind of thing. And the person in the news article went to the bank to get the money. They got $3,000 from one branch, maximum withdrawal. So they went to another branch and the manager at that branch pulled them in and said, hey, this is clearly a scam. We've had other people... And so they didn't they didn't get sucked in by it. But it's very real.
0: Well my immediate thought there for that kind of thing is
1: you should have a safe word with your family. Yes, that's what I was thinking too. Like it's, it's almost getting to the time when you have to talk to your, yeah, Yeah, I was thinking talk to the kids and get a, get a safe word that they would always use when they truly need help. Yeah.
0: And not, not yeah. at all ever. Otherwise, don't, don't tell your friends, yeah, don't tell anybody. Yeah,
1: not guessable, which yeah. means that you have to memorize it, which is also a challenge, but yeah. yeah.
0: That's really crappy boy. I mean, the, the nearest equivalent to that, that I've had is the text message that said, Hi mom, it's me. I dropped my phone in the toilet, and so you can't send me text. But get me at WeChat at blah 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 blah. Right, you
1: sent us that, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I mean, first of all, I'm not mom. Yes. Secondly, none of my kids that I know of use WeChat. But to your point a moment ago, eventually someone somebody's will. Somebody's got a kid, a daughter, yeah. uh, and who does use WeChat? And
1: kaboom. Yeah. Know?
0: Anyway, that was fun. And as for the drive itself. I'm too old for that.
1: I was. You're going, getting there now, eh?
0: Yeah, going up over the uh, Blueberry Paulson to Castlegar. It's winter up there. <laughs> it's not just fooling oh, around. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. hard pack and ice, and I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, I will say this, though, just above Christine Lake, I saw a bobcat at the side of the road. Yeah, that is so First cool. First time I've ever seen that. All yeah. these years.
1: I mean, they're they're always out there, yeah. but in small enough quantities. And I guess maybe they only come out at night. Oh, or no, This guy's
0: broad daylight, but they're really reclusive. So it must yeah. have been hungry. I was climbing wow. up the bank. And wow. uh, it just came around the corner and it saw me and it quickly looked back over its shoulder. And I'm
1: sure the next thing it did is turn around and go back down the bank. And you can't miss them. They're of a certain size. Yeah. They have a bobbed tail, yeah, literally. About that long. Yeah. And they- almost look like a domestic cat, but not. They're bigger. And they're bigger, but, and they also have a different look than yeah. a domestic cat, but yeah. yeah, they almost look between a, they almost look more like a cougar in face. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: And other than that, I saw a grouse looking just classically stupid. <laughs> you know, just standing at the side of the road by the Nancy Green, just standing there. Like, yeah. Get out and hit it with a stick for dinner. Yeah, because you know? like,
1: that's where you would see grouse often is up at Nancy yeah. Green Lake. You'd It's yeah. grouse up there. And a few deer and also bald eagles by Rock Creek, which I don't think I've seen them there before. Oh. Mm.
0: But yeah, it's a long drive, eh? That's a long way to go. And I just, yeah. I mean, I, that's why I agonize so that's much. That's a very long going.
1: drive for one day. Uh, yeah. You know, we used to do it, but I would never do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, I was supposed to go up and visit uh, Glen and Mary and Revelstoke, but these days, any hint of possibility of snow on, I'm just, now nah, I'm out. Yeah. Which they understood totally. But
0: well, I have winter yeah. tires, but I did see.
1: Well, I have winter tires. I'm just saying I just don't like driving yeah, in those conditions anymore.
0: Come across a very fresh accident on the way down into Cascar. Somebody went right off the road and into the, over the bank and down. And the fire guy was just heading down the bank when I came by. Yeah. And I just thought. I'm too old for this. I, I can't be driving when this kind of thing could happen, you know, just no, no, not doing it.
1: Well, maybe I'll tell, uh, not today, but uh, someday in the podcast, I'll tell my story of driving down that freeway towards Spokane. And, uh, cause I told that story to the guy that was riding with me up from Portland. And then about, 20 minutes after I told him the story, there was a freak little bit of snow on the road Mm. and about seven different cars off the road, (laughs) including people who are off the road, sitting dazed in their seat with a cop having the door open, talking to them, finding out if they're feeling okay and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, my theory in the one I saw is they must've actually called 911 because I didn't see any civilian vehicles around at all. Maybe somebody drove by and saw it happen and called for them. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't see any of it. well i've consulted my notes and it tells me a few things it tells me what we talked about today that was listener mail and always always happy with those especially the listener mail thanks a lot for that and uh you know we had a lot of fun we hope you did uh it tells me that i'm supposed to be all upbeat and peppy like this but i didn't even have to write that down